Hey there, you're listening to the Doing It Sober podcast, a podcast about everyday people living their best lives after addiction and alcoholism. Listen to the stories, the tips, and what's keeping these people sober every day. I am your host, Daniela Park, also an addict in recovery with over 13 years sober. I have co-written a few books and have my very own recovery store. To learn more about me, go to doingitsober.com. Okay, my name is Daniela Park, and I'd like to welcome uh, a woman who has been sober from January 1st to 2000, uh, January 1st, 2017. She currently lives in San Diego. And she started her New Year's cleanse back in 2017, eliminating certain foods along with alcohol. And around day 75 through 80, something clicked and her urge to drink was faded and her life became only what she thought to believe in a daydream. She started eating healthier, working out regularly more money in the bank, beautiful sleep, goals achieved, stronger body, clearer mind, connection to something bigger than me, and actually listening this time. So usually she would reward herself by uh, having a nice big glass of uh, red wine, but she decided she felt too good to pick up a drink on day 91, and she's been um, making that um, marker every day moving forward. So I am happy and um, pleased to introduce you to Jamie. Thank you so much, Jamie. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Now, um, there's so many interesting things about you because the, you know, it, you see it on social media all the time, and everybody's talking about the stigmas and alcoholism and AA and alternative holistic ways to get sober. And you're a perfect example of someone that has gotten sober on their own. And you even have a website helping other women do that, right? Correct. Yeah. I, um, I established Hype Girl Healing, um, officially in the fall of this year of 2019. And it's just been a work in progress, um, for quite some time. And it wasn't until I gave up booze that I was able to really hone in and listen to this call. And, um, it's a particular tug um, with women who are curious about giving up booze and what that life could look like for them. Very interesting. I like how you said you could tap into that because it is when you're happy doing what you're doing, it really does come from a higher place. You're tapping into that, that notion um, that you should be doing something and you know, it's right, but it's a lot of work. Um, Now, let me ask you, did you ever consider yourself an alcoholic? Do you ever use that word? Or have you ever had any embarrassing moments that you're like, oh my God, I drank too much. And were you that type of uh, person that drank? Yeah. um, So I definitely did not consider myself an alcoholic. I'm definitely somebody who falls into that category where I didn't identify with an alcoholic. Um, Not that there was anything wrong or anything that I just, um, I didn't, it didn't resonate with me, but I certainly had my share of embarrassing moments, 110%. And at the end of the day, um, my story with alcohol is that it was just causing more harm than it was good. 
And it was just um, something that I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired about. I had always wanted to get to a place where I could have like one or two glasses of wine and it was always three or four or it was the bottle. And I personally could never see the point of just having one. So um, I, I wouldn't consider myself an alcoholic, like I said, that never resonated with me, but it was causing more harm than it was good. It was just awful hangovers. All of these things that I constantly wanted were sabotaged because I was either going out for after work drinks and it led to like three too many. and. Um, I never was one to really like blackout, but sure, I had my embarrassing moments. Mm-hmm. And it was more just the feeling of waking up with just off. I was I was so tired of the hangover. Like that is like the number one blessing. I'm just like, <laughs> if for nothing else, the fact that I don't have hangovers that I can't do these things, it would rob me of like a day and a half because the older I got, the worse they became. I couldn't bounce back like when I was, you know, maybe partying in college or something. And I was like, I'm just over it. I don't want to spend a day on the couch and eat light shit when all I really want to do is go out and be healthy and eat healthy. And I can't, I can't. And it's constantly, it came down to that number one factor. It was alcohol. And I was just finally done around that day 75, day 80, when I just did like a new year's cleanse. And I was like, oh, the number one factor that I've removed is alcohol and all of these things have fallen into place. I feel so great. And I just don't feel like drinking today. And that has taken me here. It's almost three years. That's so great. Now the hype girl healing, which is um, helping other women achieve sobriety, creating a circle of people that may be just curious about kind of the way you did it, you know, just maybe quitting for a short period of time and seeing what happens. Right. (laughs) Um, Yes. So when did that come into the picture and and did like, what was the sign that came to you that made you want to do that? So I have always had a pull towards helping people. I've always been a leader more than a follower. Mm hmm. And although my story with alcohol is all I wanted to do was desperately, desperately just blend in and be like everyone else. I always stood out as like a sore thumb. Um, I'm a tall redhead and I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. And I just, I was just this pasty white child amongst, you know, like you just didn't see anybody that looked like me. And I just desperately wanted to be like everyone else. And I had a lot of intuitive, empathic gifts early on. And I could see, sense, and feel things. And I guess I was quirky from a very early age. And I just wanted to blend in so, so bad. And so alcohol was a way for me to do that because everyone around me, that's what we did for fun. And so... I always just had this ability though to just kind of lead. And even though like other people were getting into a lot more severe things than me, I mean, I grew up with a circle of addiction all around me. And by the grace of God, I never fell into that. And um, I always just, I always just kind of somehow, some way steered off and was just kind of a leader of my own pack. And as much as I wanted to blend in, no matter how hard I tried, I never could. And so, as soon as I started giving up alcohol and some of these things started becoming natural in my life that I had struggled with for so long, like just eating a balanced diet, just 
getting up and move and however that was to you, I realized that people were starting to look towards me and look at me and be like, oh my God, you're like my inspiration. I want to be like you. What are you doing? And I had all of these in particular women that were starting to just kind of come to me as like a light of hope and inspiration. So I knew my work was going to be in that avenue. Wow. And um, it wasn't until this year when I finally like buckled down and I was like, all right, we're going to do this because I had been fumbling around with this bigger purpose, this bigger mission Mm -hmm. Um, pretty much since like six months in of like not drinking. I was like, all right, I have a bigger mission here in life, but I, I had no idea. And so finally this year, I really gave myself the time and space to sit with that and see what it looked like. And then I got really serious and invested in myself with a business coach. And so we started, yeah, so we started building out this idea of helping women and I'm just really drawn to, to sacred circles and, um, you know, especially with women, I just have a really strong tug and pull towards working with women and healing women. And my coach just looked at me and was like, I don't understand why you're not going to do anything with, with women who want to become sober or sober curious. Like you have such a power and such a story. You could help so many women. Mm. And I shied away from it for a little while. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I just sat with it and it was like, duh. Yeah, you have to do this. And so it eventually came into doing a hype girl healing has women's circles. So it's just healing for all women of all walks of life, wherever they're at, a a nice sacred space for them to just put the weight down, put down the weight of the world and just come and talk about their story. But then I exclusively hold circles for women who are sober curious with that story of their relationship with alcohol and a place to put it down, air it out with other women who know exactly where they're at. That's fantastic. That's so powerful. And that's so healing to be able to do that. And if you're not part of a 12-step program, you don't really have any place to do that with like-minded people. And it's probably, for me, it's one of the most important things. Um, I am 12-step, but when I go there, I need to be able to relate to people and go, oh God, I get that. Or geez, well, Thank God I'm not where that person is, not in a mean way, but like you, you need to see examples of, of what you used to be like, you know what I mean? And um, I think gathering with like-minded people that are trying to get sober or are sober is definitely the way to go. I, I've always really been fond of just the fellowship has helped me along so much along the way. So what you're doing sounds cool, really cool. Thanks. Um, yeah. Now, um, you know, it, today's society has all these things about the rosé all day and um, the chakras and champagne. I mean, what do you do? You have any opinion on that? Absolutely. Um, the further along I go without booze, the more aware and awake you become. I think it's just honing in on that sixth sense, that intuition, that all knowing. And you start to see things that maybe weren't abundantly clear before. And what a part society plays in us feeling like drinking is just an acceptable norm. And I'm not here to judge anyone at all. Look, I drank majority of my young adult to adult life. So by no means am I, am I throwing shade on anyone, but I can't help but notice how much society is pushing 
this on us with every water bottle, with every shirt, and especially, especially for the moms. The mom culture has this mommy's juice box, and it's a 40-ounce water bottle, or this might be Tito's in here. And it's cute and it has sparkly like print yeah. and it's bubbly fun letters. And then we have these chakras and champagne and rose all day. And like, you yeah. know, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of these just, I mean, cutie little like things that we're advertising to make it okay for people to use that to drink. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more an irritant for me because before 2017, I would have been paying boatloads of money to have my rosé all day shirt or my, (laughs) you know, or my like cutie little, like 40 ounce water bottle that this might be wine in here. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's becoming part of my message almost just to let's just be aware what society is pushing on us. I mean, some of these Facebook groups that I've seen, it's like, it's okay for mommy to have vodka Facebook private group or, um, it's 5 PM and mommy's going to have, mommy's going to have her bottle. Now I just fed you your bottle and I'm going to have my bottle. And it's just like, let's just be aware of the messages that we are putting out. I've become very literal. And so when we're saying like, this might be, you know, there might be Tito's in here and you're at your kid's soccer game. Like, what are, what are we doing? Like, what, what is the Wait, message what is that we're Tito's? Pre- I don't know what that is. Tito's is vodka. It's oh. the new it vodka because it's gluten free. Oh my God. So, <laughs> wow. I know. I know. Did you see, um, did you see, do you know, I don't know if you know the show, The Hills, well, there's Spencer Pratt and his wife, Heidi Pratt. Yes. Did you see the posts where she was at the beach with her child and a glass of wine and everybody was lashing out on her for that? Did you see that ad or that Um, picture? I did. I did see it. And I feel like there was something else more to it because I think, and I don't remember exactly. I saw it in something. Um, but it was more or less like what she captioned under it. It was yeah. like, you know, it was the caption more so than the picture. Because again, if you want to have a glass of wine with your kid, like no judgment. Right. I have just a, like, are we sure we know what the message is here when you're carrying like 40 ounces of a water bottle that says this might be wine in here? Do you really need 40 ounces of wine at your kid's practice? No, you don't. And if you do, maybe we should have a discussion. Mm. You know, is that really necessary? You have a child in your care. I'm sure you're driving. Like, let's just have a conversation. What are we pushing? And this, again, would have felt fallen flat with me because up until 2017, I would have been that consumer. Yeah. I would have been into the kitschy shit. I really would have. Mm-hmm. But now I'm plain as day and I'm like, society is making it so acceptable, so much so that like, we don't even realize the messages that we're getting through marketing and just society in general that is getting us into these holes where we're like, I don't know how to not have a bottle of wine every single day or every yeah. other day. I don't know how to not do that. And it's okay because my neighbor's doing it and she has her rosé all day shirt on and we're, you know, popping champagne at brunch and it's, you know, the brunch t-shirts with the champagne and brunch all day and all the television shows, the reality shows, everything is everything around alcohol. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's the messaging for me. And like I said, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to kind of bring some awareness. Like, is this really the message that we want to be portraying to people that are now just, we're getting so deep into it. I don't think it's cute to make it. I don't, I don't find it cute at all, to be honest. It's Mm -hmm. just delivering a message that is causing a, a reaction for me. And, um, I just, I'm, finding myself wanting to bring more awareness to it. Well, that's good. It's really pissing you off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no that's good. I mean, it, it's, it's, you're passionate. I can, I can hear it. I can see it. Um, I wanted to ask you what you do on a daily basis, like for your own personal sobriety um, and just your healthy life that you're living. What are some of the things that you do every day to keep that life? Sure. So, um, meditation, number one is big. Um, I have a pretty solid meditation practice and it's just here in my house. It's nothing major, but, um, I do about 15 to 20 minutes just about every single day, just to sit and ground myself. How did my day go? Where are my failures? Where are my successes? Literally just a, a rewind. And I do it at the end of my day. And just to kind of replay and see where did I fall short? Where was something that I was really proud of? And then just to listen to any messages that needs to be delivered. Wow, um, that is, that's incredible because uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar at all with the 12 steps, but we do a 10th step at night and we go over our day and we look where we may have made some mistakes. Where Do we owe any amends to anybody? Like, did we screw up? And then we look at the good things we did. And it's something that we do every night to take our inventory for the day. Um, so it sounds kind of like that. And it's it, it would probably be more helpful to meditate after that. And that's one of my things that I've been lacking. It's always something I've really tried to do. And then I just can't stay consistent. And I don't know why. I'm passionate about it. And I just, it's one of those things I have to work on, still working on that one. It is really hard to sit in silence for even like, I would love to do a half an hour and I'm just such a busy body. I mean, I'm a server in restaurants right now. So like, I've always been on my feet. I don't know how to sit still. Right. So it is, it, and then when you have to sit with your thoughts, it's even more crazy intense because that is the last thing that you want to do. But um, it really gets you to a place and I've really gotten to a place where I'm able to just, I've spent so much time in my brain and listening to it and dissecting my thoughts and giving it the time and the space that it needs to breathe in the past almost three years of not drinking, which I never did before, that I'm almost at current present moment that the thoughts that I have are just for the day. I mean, let's be real. Sometimes they go bonkers, but I can actually get a place to where my brain quiets down and I am able to connect with a higher power and hear whatever messages they have for the day. And actually it's really what guided me along this step to building hype girl healing. They were giving me direct messages as to what I needed to do. And yeah, it's, it's pretty powerful because it's, it's all it takes is 15 minutes a day for me. And so you are inspiring me right now because I, I would love to receive those messages, you know, cause I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of things that I'm doing and sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much and sometimes I feel like I should do more. And it's nice to sit and just to quiet and to maybe ask your higher power or God or whatever you call it to maybe help you out and give you some messages. And I, I just, I think that's so inspiring 
because I see what it's done for you. And I know how, what it does for so many other people. So I am inspired by that for sure. Yeah. I'm go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say it's, um, it's incredible because it's, it's definitely a practice, but, um, sometimes you can doubt it and think, well, is that my own thought or was that actually a message? And Mm -hmm. it, comes like through the back of my shoulder, I hear it or it's in the frontal lobe and I can almost see it when I hear it. So then that's when I know it's a message that it's not just my thoughts, like implanting, like, wow, you need to hire a coach. When I heard, I heard specifically hire the help when I was in the shower and I was just like, what? And literally every day is just like either, what do I need to know for today? Or what is my next step? Those are like my two, like basic of basic questions. And I was literally in the shower and it just said, hire the help hire the help, hire the help. And I had already had a woman that I had in mind that I had my eye on and it was just an automatic perfect fit. But yeah, it's, um, once, excuse me, once you get into that practice, you can decipher, is that just a thought or was that a message? And so it Mm. literally just kind of circles around the back of my right ear, or it comes on the frontal lobe of my brain, like right where my eyebrows are and I can hear it and see it. And then I'm like, all right, so that's, that's spirit coming towards me. And so they have not steered me wrong. And, um, it is really just connected me with that power. And I, I do it just about every single day. Um, but in addition to meditation with, um, with a healthy, clean eating, um, I'm in food and beverage have been my whole life. So clean eating has been a part of my life, nourishing my body with just the best of the best. I'm not perfect. So I certainly have my little treats here and there, but for the most part, I have now cleaned up my diet so, so well, I'm almost fully organic and it's, a whole clean diet. So I just eat whole food. So if it's processed or if it has chemicals, it really doesn't have a place in my diet. God, and you then, really I, are inspiring me <laughs> so much. I, when you say clean, I know what clean is, but um, are you eating meats and stuff like that as well? Yeah. Just organic and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where I can. And for the most part, I mean, it's never perfect, but part of my 2019 resolution was to get to all clean products and food. So if I could get to 90 to 100% organic in my diet, right on. And then all of my products wow. that I used in my house are on my body. And I'm just about there. And um, I feel like just whatever I put on my body, in my body, or around my body is what really keeps me on my day-to-day path where I'm jumping out of bed ready for the day. Like, what is going to happen today? I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And like, I just, I don't have a place for alcohol in my life anymore. I just don't. And I really, everybody seems to ask like, well, do you think you'll give it up for the rest of your life? I'm like, I don't know, but I know today, Yeah, I don't have time for it. I just don't. Wow, that is really inspiring. I I keep saying that because I'm lacking so many things, you know, in different areas. I'm definitely not perfect, but um, I managed to stay sober for 13 years, so I've done something right. But sure have uh, the the clean eating is something I really wanted to do, like January 1st. I know that's really January 1st, but I had to have a day and. Because right now it's like I can feel my eyes, they're heavy, and it's because of the sugar. I've had mm-hmm. um, a box of Oreos last night with my husband. We had fudge, we had, I mean, just carbs, everything that makes you swollen and just right. makes you mentally not feel good. Like I, right now, I feel it like my eyes are really tired. And I, I see you, you're really glowing. And I think the diet has a huge part 
in, um, you know, living a mentally stable life as well. I think it really affects the way that you think and it's a good thing. So I'm excited about that. Um, so you also do one-on-ones. Um, we can find you on Instagram, Hype Girl Healing. Um, if you want to message uh, Jamie, you can go to her website to ask more questions about her program. And I appreciate you coming on. You're a fantastic uh, gal, and I'm so proud of you. And thank, thank you for you. coming on. Well, thanks for having me. This is just such a pleasure. So yeah, if anybody wants to reach out, feel free. And uh, www.hypergirlhealing.com gives you all the information for what's happening there for any healing for any woman and for any woman that's sober, curious, and wants to start that journey. So boom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you.